We're continuing in Simon Reishon on Gimel, and we'll be doing the first part of Sif Hay. Sif Hay deals with the issue of Nesina L'Chachilo. Up until this point, we've been talking about Chazara. Something was on the heat source from before Shabbos, and you want to take it off for a moment and then put it back on. The conditions and requirements for that. And Sif Hay is, you have something in the fridge, you have a piece of chicken or kugel, and you want to heat it up for Shabbos lunch. What's a permissible way of doing so on Shabbos? So comes along the Mechaber and says, Mutter lasses al pikader is chaman b'shabbos, tav shoshin is bashel me'erev shabbos kol tzarko. You're allowed to take something that was fully cooked from before Shabbos and place it onto kederes chaman, onto a pot that's filled with food. You have a, a kli rishon. It could even be in a heat source itself, assuming it was placed in there in a mutter way where there's no violation of shihia from before Shabbos. And you could place it right on top of that pot Probably the most common example of this would be a crock pot. You could take a piece of chicken or a piece of kugel out of the fridge and place it on top of the crock pot. Kagon, pashtida, or pandish rather, kayotzibahen, some kind of calzone or anything like this, lechamon, placing it on top of the crock pot to warm it up is mutter. Why is that not a problem of chazara? Because this is not the way we cook. It's not derech bishel. Like we mentioned before, when it comes to chazara, there are two potential problems. Number one is shem yechata. It's the same issue we have regarding shihia. And the second issue is, it looks like you're cooking. It's a mechzikim avashel. So when you're putting it on top of a pot, that's enough of a hacker where you're not going to adjust the flame. There's no shem yechata. And because it's not derech bishol, there's no mechzikim avashol. It doesn't look like I'm cooking. But if you have a hot pot that's covered up with towels to maintain the heat, that's hatmana bedavah she'ena mosef hevel, which is mutter Arab Shabbos, you can't take that piece of chicken or kugel and put it inside the hatmana, because that's doing a new mice of hatmana, and that's aser. Says the Ramah, Furthermore, it's also to place that kugel or chicken on top of a stove, even if it's garfakatam, even if the flame is covered. Because the only time that garfakatam makes a difference is when you're doing chazara. When it was on there before, you want to take it off for a moment and then put it back on, assuming you have all of the conditions, then garfakatam allows you to put it back on. But to do nesina l'chadchila, to put something on for the first time, then that's not sufficient. The only heter is, like the Mechaber tells us, putting it on top of Kedera's Chamin, because that's not Derech Bishel, that's not viewed as putting it on top of the Kira in any way, shape, or form, and that's why it's Mutter, um, even L'Chadchila. Now the question comes up often, nowadays, the, uh, the normal thing to do is you have a hot plate. You plug it in before Shabbos, and um, assuming there's no way to adjust the temperature, so you could say there's no Isra of Shehiya, because there's no Shem Yechata B'Gecholim. But how about Shabbos day? I have some cold kugel, I want to heat it up before Shabbos lunch. Am I allowed to take it out of the refrigerator and put it onto the hot plate? Is there a problem with Chazara? So again, we, let's address both issues. Is there Shem Yechata? The answer is no, there's no way to adjust the flame. But how about Mechzikim Avashel? So likely, the Machaber's idea of Ein Derech Bishel as to why it's mutter to do Nesina L'Chadchila on top of a crockpot, 
would also be mutter on top of a hot plate. If it's not the way to cook, you never use this thing for cooking, it's only used for warming, so then that would be permissible, that would be more analogous to putting it on top of Kederis Chamin in contrast to Garfakotum. Garfakotum, where you're covering the flame, that only allows Chazara, but not Nesina Lechadchilo. Continues the Ramah, some are lenient to allow you to put food into an oven. The oven is presently off, but it was used to bake before Shabbos came in. Since you're not doing hatmana in it from Bibodyom, you just baked in it. It didn't have that same level of intensity in the heat. It only has a little bit of heat, and we're not concerned for Bishel. As long as the 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 liquid he's talking about here, uh, a liquid, it, as long as it didn't cool down totally, we know the Ramashita, We mentioned this many times that when it comes to Davalach, as long as it's still a little bit warm, bringing it back up to Yatsa lettuce would not be a problem. But others are machmir to place it into this oven. Uh, we'll see the machlokas in the Mishnah Vura, what the, the shitas are. If it's hot enough in the tanner that it's yad saladis, it is oser. And we'll again see what that means in the Mishnah Vura. Ayin l'kaman simen shun yudches. Now here we have an important line of the Ramah. V'chol ha-devarim sh'oser la-sos midevarim elu. All of these things that we mentioned that are oser, it's also usher to have a non-Jew do it for you. Therefore, it'd be usher to ask a non-Jew to heat up the pot if it cooled off. And if they did so, it would be usher to eat from that pot even once it cools off. This is the, the Ramah quoting the Rashba. However, if it didn't cool down to the point where it's cold and nobody would eat it, but it's still roi lechel, then if a non-Jew would heat it up, then it would be permissible to eat. So again, we'll see more on this distinction in the Mishnah Bura, but the Yisod here is anything that a Jew himself cannot do when it comes to the issues of Chazara, you cannot have a non-Jew do it for you. And if they did, if they were to heat up a pot that was totally cooled off, then you cannot eat that, let's say, chicken soup, even once it's cold. If it was something, though, that was not yet fully cooled off, if they were heated up for you, then you would be able to eat it. He says, therefore, many have the custom of having the non-Jews take out the pots of food from the tanurim that they were in beforehand. And they place it onto the, the furnace, into it or on top of it. And then later on, the shifcha, the, the cleaning lady, comes along and she'll light the furnace, and she's doing so to warm up the home. And through that, because the pot is right there, it will become yadza lettuce. It'll start boiling. But for a Jew to take it out and place it on top of the furnace, and knowing full well the shifcha will come later and light it, that would be a problem. 
But if the pots are still warm, then mutter lahamidon eitzel taner beisacharif. It's mutter even for Yisrael to take them and place them right next to the furnace. Like we've already established that our ovens have the halacha of a kira. And we said when it comes to a kira, when it comes to our ovens, placing food right next to it is the same halacha as garufa katam. And again, he quotes the sheet of the Ran that he mentioned in Sif Beis, that if the food was on the heat source from the onset of Shabbos, then even if you took it off and placed it al Gabekarka or the equivalent, you'd be allowed to put it back. And the same thing would be true to place it next to a Tanner that it was not Garufakatim. Because it's still warm and it's totally cooked, and this is the accepted practice to be mekol ayin in simin shin yudchas. Let's try to take this apart step by step. So this is the first major heter, and this is what the Mechaber told us. You're allowed to do nesina lechadchila, taking something out of the refrigerator and placing it on top of a big hot pot of soup or onto the crock pot. Even if the pot you're placing it on top of is directly on top of the fire. That's still mutter. Pevav, kol tzarko, because it was fully cooked before Shabbos. Da, the das harashba, the davar shikivar nisbashel, afilu im nisanam achakach legamre. The sheet of the rashba is that something that was fully cooked, even if it cools down afterwards, Two less bay mishum bishel of filu hudavish yesh barotev, then we say ein bishel acher bishel, even if it's something that has sauce. So the rash bishita was, even by a davar lach, it's a liquid, um, once it cools down, it doesn't make a difference. It's ein bishel acher bishel. But the Shulchan Aruch is clear, like the Shita of the Rush, who was of the opinion Anything that's a Dover Lach, that's a liquid, chicken soup, or any other kind of beverage that was heated up, once it drops below Yad so lettuce, to bring it back up to that point is a violation of Bishel. We do not apply the svara, the klal of ein bishel acher bishel regarding a davalach. V'hacha b'pandish, and this case, the, the example of the shulchan aruch, taking a pandish, some kind of calzone, and placing that on top of the kederes chamen, to make a shulchan aruch lechaman, a filo imia yad lettuce Mishum do davar shein barota. That's because we're talking about something that has no sauce. It's a, it's just a salad. Pandish was baked bread that's filled with meat. And that's why, according to everybody, there is no bishel, even if it's totally cooled off, like is clear in the Shulchan Aruch in Shin Yun Ches, if Tesvav. Sif Katan Pezayin. The reason why Nesina Lechadchila is mutter here in contrast to even Garfakotam is because putting it on top of a crockpot or on top of a chicken soup is not Derech Bishel. Ratzalomer, this means to say. Even though we've established that you cannot put a pot of food on a stove, even if it's fully cooked and even if it's still warm, and that's true even if it's garufakatum. 
And that's because it looks like you're doing an action of cooking on Shabbos. That's the way you cook. So even though you're doing garifakatam, sweeping away the coals or covering them with, with ash, or nowadays covering the fire with metal, it's a hecker, but it doesn't fully take away the machzik and mevashel. Aval hacha, ein derech bishel bekach, when you have a hefsek kadeira, you're putting it on top of a pot, and that pot itself is on the fire, then that is not derech bishel, the ain nirik mevashel, so there's no problem of machzik mevashel. However, there could be a whole different concern. If there's a lot of fat that's congealed, then one should be machmer based on nolad. That the fat is going to melt when you put it on the on the pot. Like we learned later on in Shin Sif Tas Zayin So the issue behind nolad has nothing to do with Bishol, nothing to do with Chazara, it's a whole separate problem. And um, there's a machlokus, we'll see, in Shin Yerches, is Nolad only a problem when you're doing it be a daim, or even when it's happening more memela by itself? And uh, over here we're being machmer, that even though it's somewhat memela, you should avoid it. If there is a tzorech, though, we paskin that you're allowed to do so. We also say that if there's only a little bit of the congealed fat, where it's going to melt, but it'll mostly be absorbed into the food itself, then that would be mutalachachilo. Sifkotin peiches, of a lahatmin, but the Machaber said, to put something into begadim, anusidim lagabi mecham, to do a new action of hadmana is aser. Ratzalom, radim kederes chamin, o a mecham hai machusim ilmalab begadim. If this pot, the, the hot pot is covered up on top with towels, of filu im ein eish tachtaha, even if there's no fire underneath it, gam kein aser lahatmin hapandish taches abagadim yishum iser hadmana. You would still be prohibited to place the pandish inside of those begadim based on the Isser of Hadmana. Right, so there's no Mechzik and Mavashel, but this is a whole separate issue of Hadmana, which is dealt with in the, the subsequent Simonim. The Kaimalanda also Lahadim Mishabas, if you Tavashel Shumavusha called Tsarko, Vacham. Because we pass in that it's also to do Hadmana on Shabbos, you cannot cover something fully. You cannot take a pot and cover it with towels and the like. Even if it's fully cooked and it's still hot, even though it's not adding heat to it, it's only being mamid hevel, it's only retaining the heat that's still usher on Shabbos itself, it's only mutter eru Shabbos. Sivkatun peitas, she'osir ladnicho. The Ramah said when it comes to a regular stove, even if it's garfakotum, that would not allow you to do nisina lachadchila, that would only allow you to do chazara. Placing something on the heat source for the first time is only mutter. If it's al pikaderes chamin, that was the case in the mechaber. But if it's just on the stove, even though it might be covered, that's aser. And says the mishnah berurah hanocha lechatchila b'shabes aser filu who adayin roseach and mitzamik v'ralo. Placing something on a on a kira, even though it's garfakatim, is aser. Although it's fully cooked, it's still hot, and in mitzamik v'ralo, it would still be a problem of mechzik and mavashel. Sivkatin sadi litein letoch. The uh, the Ramah said that yesh matirin some are makel to put um, food into an oven that was used for baking before Shabbos. Hainu, shenosim b'Shabbos v'boker b'sol chatan or hatavshil shenis bashal kadei shi In the Shabbos morning, you're placing in 
into the oven a tavsha that was fully cooked before Shabbos, and you're doing so in order to warm it up for Shabbos lunch. Even though we've established that placing something inside of a kira or a tanur is aser, even if it's garfakatam, the eno mutter rak al gaba, the only heter of garfakatam is on top of it, on the stove, but not inside the oven. So why is this any different? Since you were not keeping things inside there for Shabbos, it was just used rather to bake before Shabbos came in. There's only a little bit of heat left over, and therefore it's not nirakamavashal. So if your oven is on, so then even if you have garifakatim, you were to place some kind of sheet of metal over the rack between the, uh, the, the heat source and the food, that's not sufficient. It's still Mexican mevashel because it's inside of the oven. However, over here, because the oven's off and there's only a little heat left over, that would be permissible. It's mashma though if you were using this oven for keeping hot food there in the evening. The nofish havle the tanner, where there'd be a lot of heat in the oven. Haya aser litein b'boker a tavshil shenisbashel kadei lizchamim. Then it would be aser to put the tavshil in the oven on Shabbos morning because there's so much heat. It's nirikim avashil. V'cholzehu la'kolbo. This is all according to the kolbo. Av b'darchi Moshe v'chein meramal la'el b'sif beis baga. It's clear, though, from the the Darche uh, Moshe and the Rama earlier, that putting something inside of an oven where the oven is presently off, it doesn't make a difference. What it was used for before is mutter. The conclusion, though, is that if it was used before and therefore there's a lot of heat, then tovla hachmer. Tzadi Aleph, legamre. The Ramah said, Bilvad Shalom Nitztain in the Gamre. It's only Mutter, assuming it's not totally cooled off. Dimaya Tav Shalom Nitztain in the Gamre, because if it was totally cooled off, Kaimalan, the Yeshpa, Od Mishum Bishal, Vosur Laniach, Afila Batanar Kazeh, we paskin at least by the Velach, I wouldn't say at least, but only by the Velach, that once it's fully cooled off, then there is a problem of Bishal. Dishem Yagia Tav Shal Ad Shia Yad Saletis Bo, because it might get back to Yad Saletis. Tzadi beis, bezeh. So the Ramah said, v'yesh machmir bezeh. Some are machmir. Taimam, their rationale is, d'chazara l'tochatan l'olam aser. Removing, or rather returning any food into an oven is always aser. Beini machom shebetan arav, o ma'at, it doesn't make a difference if it's a lot or if it's a little bit of heat. D'lo nosnu chachamim divreim l'shirim. Chazal didn't make these distinctions. But that's only assuming that it's Yad Saletis Bo in the Tanner. But if it's less than Yad Saletis, then everyone would agree, even the Yesh Machmirim, that there's absolutely no problem of putting food back in the Tanner. So, if you leave your oven on before Shabbos, then there's no way, once you take out food, there's no way to put that food back into the oven that's on. If your oven is off, assuming that it's no longer Yad Soledis, and for sure Shabbos morning it will never be Yad Soledis, then if you wanted to take something that was hot and put it inside the oven to keep it warm, that would be fine according to everybody. Sifkat and Sadi Gimel. Vimachom Kolkach. The Ramah said 
that if it's so hot that it's yad to lettuce, then it's asr. What does that mean? Tzarech lomar, she'i machom de ilav hachi afilu layesh machmirim shari. So although it's a very hard Ramah to read, what the Ramah is really saying is he's qualifying the, the previous Machlokas. This Machlokas between the, the Yesh Matirin and the Yesh Machmirin, that's only addressing a case where it's Yad Zaletis, otherwise everyone would agree that it's not a problem. The Ramah said that all these things with Chazara that are not allowed to be done by Yisrael, you cannot tell a non-Jew to do it for you. Hainu, avfilu devarim she'ein behem rak iser derabanan. The Chiddush here is even things that are only aser mid derabanan, you can still not have a non-Jew do for you, because a shvus to shvus is aser, barring the exceptions. Sifkat in sadihei, l'hachim hakadeira. So therefore, to tell a non-Jew to heat up a pot that's already cooled off would be asr. Even if he's not placing it on the fire uh, itself directly, the shuvein bezeh mishum iser chazara. So there's no iser chazara. There's no mechzikim mavashel. Afal pichein asr mishum iser bishol kivin shenitztain legamre. It would still be asr based on the etzim iser bishol because it's totally cooled off. So although you're avoiding the Isser Chazoro, if you're not placing it right back on top of the Kira, there is still this other issue of Bishel, and that's why you can't have the non-Jew do it for you. However, the Echorim say that if the non-Jew does not place it on the fire itself, but rather on top of the oven, this is the case we had before with the maziva, where you're not placing it over the heat source, but the oven has a roof and you're placing it on the roof, so officially there is a hefsik between the Eish and the Kedera. Since there are some poskim that say even for Yisrael to do that is mutter, and although we had the uh, the Maril who argued and he felt that it's, it should be no better than Garifakotum, and you need something else, a daf or a brick, something on top of it, but there are other poskim that held as long as it's not on the fire, that serves a Garifakotum. So because we have some shitas that say it's even mutter for Yisrael, then for sure, at least Bidiyavid, by Ananju doing that, you would be allowed to benefit and enjoy the hot soup. Sivkotin so the Ramah said that if the Nanju heats it up for you, you can't even eat it once it cools off. Why not? I'm not getting any benefit whatsoever now that it's cold again. Chazal created a kanas that you cannot eat the soup until after Shabbos, Kedesh the amount of time that it took him to heat it up. Since he did a malacha through your instruction. However, if the Nanju does it by himself for you, without you instructing him, then you still can't eat it hot, because we'll learn in Reshai and Vav that there are two in Yonam when it comes to Amir Lakum. One is an Isra of the Amira itself, you cannot tell him to do malacha, and the second issue is getting benefit from malacha that was done for Yisrael. So you can't eat it hot, but once it's cold, then you could have it right away. Because now I'm not benefiting, and I had no uh, 
no desire for him to do this. And therefore he can't make it usher for you. However, if he's in your house and you see him about to heat up the pot of soup, although you appreciate his chesed, you should tell him to please stop like we've established before in Sibin Reish Mem Gimel. You see the non-Jews like for you, you have to make a macha. The Ramah said that if it was still somewhat warm before the non-Jew heated it up, then you would be allowed to enjoy the soup. Even though you're benefiting from the fact that it should be chimum, not chamim. Chamim is the hot food, chimum is the fact that it was heated, the verb. So although you are benefiting from the fact that it was heated, before it was warm and now it's hot and delicious, it's still since you could have eaten it without the heating it up. And even if the non-Jew placed it on the fire based on your instruction to do so, so you were in violation of Amir Lakum, still the Tavshu would not be Asr B'dyevid. And this is a Klal Gadda when it comes to defining the Hana that's Asr from Malachas Akum, it has to be a substantial Hana. So the classic example would be, if I'm sitting in the living room and I'm trying to read, and I'm able to do so, but I just, I can't do so comfortably because it's very dim, the non-Jew comes in and turns on the light and makes it easier for the reading, that's mutter. Although I'm getting some hana, that's not substantial enough to make it usr. And the Chiddush here of the Mishnah is that even though you told him to do so, so you were in violation of a mirlakum, because it's not a significant hana, you'd be allowed to, to enjoy the soup. You're allowed to eat the soup. Let's say it was a combination. It was, it was sauce or liquid together with meat. The tabshil was not edible because it was cold. You can't eat cold chicken soup. It doesn't therefore mean that the meat is going to be usher. We look at each part individually. So for the tavshil that was not edible, so therefore you cannot get benefit from that. Regarding the meat, which was edible, you'd be allowed to enjoy the meat now that it's hot. We're going to continue next time with Simen Tzaditas, and I'd also like to take a look briefly at the Berlacha that discusses a very practical question as to when, if ever, would you be allowed to have a non-Judu Chazara for you? Do we apply the classic idea of shvus to shvus, mitzvah, if there's a big suda, b'makom tzarech gadol? So we'll continue with that next time in Mirza Hashem.